Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. We're back with another episode. For all you new listeners, welcome. Hope you enjoy it. For all my returning listeners, you guys are the best. You guys know how this goes. Gotta plug everything first here. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Disney World Today My DMs on Instagram are always open if you want to stop by and say hi. Let me know what you think of the show. If you have topic ideas, ideas for the show, anything like that, top 10 lists, rankings, stuff like that, uh, feel free to hit me up. Uh, You guys know I like, uh, you know, I'm I'm open to all suggestions. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating and a review. And if you write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, support me in the show, uh, my link is in my Spotify homepage. Just click support this podcast or you can find it on my Instagram bio. I'm ready to talk some Disney as always. Uh, as I'm recording this, I was literally just talking with a coworker. Um, he's planning a trip to Florida. His kid is uh, just turned 18. He's going to be a freshman in college uh, and he wants to go to Florida. He wants to do Universal. Um, he's a big Harry Potter fan, I guess. Uh, so we were talking about that and, uh, you know, they're thinking about maybe going to the magic kingdom as well. And he's only been to, um, they've only been to universal and Disney like one other time. So trying to explain to him what it's like, uh, it's tough. It's definitely tough. Um, especially, you know, his kids, you know, their, his kids are 18 and 11 and they, they, they're going to do like Universal, they're not going, you know, to, you know, to Orlando to do Disney and then, you know, Universal on the side. It's, hey, let's go to Florida. He's, you know, he's going to be in college, like our last trip before he's in college. Let's go to Florida. We want to do Universal. He's a big Harry Potter fan. They're into the, like more of the thrill coasters, thrill rides. Uh, so although I'm not the, uh, the biggest Universal expert, you know, I've been there a plenty of times to kind of give him the rundown. Um, especially like on the Harry Potter stuff, I was like a casual fan, uh, until I went there and, uh, I actually went and watched all the Harry Potter movies because, uh, of the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Last week's episode, it was a fun one. We talked about your earliest Disney memory. And it was funny because, um, after I posted it, uh, I was talking with some of you guys and like randomly, like a few days later, I got a memory that popped in my head, a pretty early one. And it's when my family, we went to Chef Mickey's, but Chef Mickey's was at Downtown Disney. Now I don't know if there was just two of them, one at the contemporary, one at the contemporary, and one at Downtown Disney, or it moved uh, from Downtown Disney to the contemporary. But I remember being really small. We went to eat at Chef Mickey's at Downtown Disney, and the reason why I remember it is I got some sort of like specialty like kitty cocktail drink um i don't remember what it was called i wish i could see the menu but it was like a, a specialty kids drink like a kitty cocktail something like that 
and we got like this souvenir like red chef mickey cup and i swear that cup was in my parents uh cabinet in their house for like 20 years like i was we had that cup in that house forever and i i totally forgot that chef mickey's used to be a downtown disney it was just a random memory popped in my head i can still kind of picture the outside i can just remember picture a little bit sitting at the table um with the menu in front of me and um I think it was the same same thing. I'm pretty sure characters walked around and stuff like that, but pretty funny. Like I just, I did an entire episode about early Disney memories. It never crossed my mind, and then a couple of days later, it just randomly popped into my head. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, let me know uh, if you remember Chef Mickey's at Downtown Disney. But it, if you haven't listened already, episodes available everywhere. It's a fun one, just kind of talking about you know Disney back in the day. You know, going on Disney vacations as a kid. You know, my first trip when I was, you know, I was two years old. So what do I really remember as a two-year-old? But luckily enough, you know, my family, they took us every year. So from ages two, you know, to an adult, like I was there every summer. So I have a lot of good, you know, memories from back in the day. And uh, at the end of the episode, we uh, we heard from you guys and some of, some of your earliest Disney memories as well. I was on a pretty big nostalgia kick for a while. If you, if you go back and look, like I feel like, like the last like four or five weeks, the podcast episodes have all been like nostalgic, like 90s stuff or back in the day, your first Disney memory, all that good stuff. But this week, a little different. We're back in the present day. Not not exactly a ranking or anything like that, but we're going to be talking about Epcot's World Showcase and the best snacks from each land, from each pavilion, the countries around the world. Now I say best, this is obviously a biased list, so it's really just going to be probably my favorites uh, from each country around the world. This one's a lot of fun. You know, I've been there luckily enough for the food and wine festival where it's really, you know, you can really taste things from around the world. But even when you go and there is no food and wine festival, you can kind of, uh, you know, experiment and try new things from different countries around the world. So we'll go through each land, each country. I'll give you my top drink and my top snack, my top food item uh, from each. So hope you guys are hungry. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Now, I never, never considered myself a foodie. You know, I'm 32 years old, going to be 33 here in a few weeks. You know, growing up, you know, to me, food, you know, I wasn't picky. Not a, not a real picky eater. I'll just kind of eat whatever. Junk food, healthy food. I eat a little bit of everything. It wasn't until I was older, in my 20s, that I went to Disney in the fall in October for the Halloween party. Um that it kind of unlocked my Disney foodie uh, that was hiding inside me this whole time because we went to Disney for Halloween and that's what we went there for. We went there for the Halloween party. That was really it. You know, and back then, like the, the food and wine festival wouldn't start till like, I want to say like mid September or something like that. So we went in October and that was just kind of like a bonus. It was like, Oh yeah, we're going for the Halloween party. Oh, there's some sort of, you know, food and wine festival at, you know, Epcot, I don't know, let's, I guess we could check it out. Like, I'm not, I just always kind of thought of it more as like 
I don't know, wine, like I'm not a big, not the biggest drinker. So like just hearing wine, like doesn't get me excited. So we decided to check it out and wow, was I blown away. Like being able to kind of just walk around these countries, you know, you're walking around the world and each country has like their own menu and it's like small appetizer portions and they're cheaper. Like I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It, it unlocked the Disney foodie in me because now like I find it fun to kind of go around and try unique foods and try new foods and, you know, try different things from around the world and taste different foods and, you know, do wine tastings and stuff like that. And it's all because of the food, food and wine fest, uh, at Epcot. But what happens if you go to Epcot and the food and wine fest isn't going on? Like there's still plenty of options. I think it still can be really fun to go to Epcot, walk around world showcase and try to, you know, try different foods and, and drink items from each country from around the world. I think at this point, everyone's heard of the, you know, drink around the world challenge or just, you know, going to Epcot to drink around the world. You know, my wife went there uh, to Disney for her bachelorette party. Uh, and they, they definitely tried to do that. They just got as many drinks as they could around the world. I don't think they made it uh, all the way around, but it's still, it, it's something cool. It's something fun. But what about eating around the world? Like, that's what I feel like, you know, I'm not the biggest drinker, um, especially when I'm at Disney and like my family's there, like I'm not trying to get hammered, uh, but I'm definitely trying to, you know, eat my weight in, in food. So you know, eating around the world. I love just kind of going around and trying all these different unique foods, uh, especially ones I haven't tried before, you know, ones I wouldn't kind of, you know, go out of my way to try at home. It's just, there's just something about being at Epcot, being in World Showcase, surrounded by all the countries that just makes me want to try, you know, some new foods. So for this list, I'm going to go around uh, through each country, name my favorite snack from each. I was going to try to do a drink and food item from each, uh, but it's tough because there's a there's a a few of the countries I feel like they're they don't really have like a specialty drink. Like you can find like a, a beer, you know, like a basic beer from each country, pretty much. But I'm gonna try to do one one uh, one beverage, one food item. But we're just gonna keep it to the best snacks and all quick service. All snacks are on the table. Pretty much the only thing we're not gonna be including. Uh, is any of like the sit down restaurants, uh, you know, like for example, like Italy, like, sorry, I, you know, I like Via Napoli. I like their pizza, but I, I'm just not going to count it, um, you know, cause it's a sit down restaurant. So we're going to go through and I think, you know, the, you know, one of the biggest questions about world showcase is which one, which way do you start? Do you start in Mexico or do you start in Canada? You know, I will say all those years, uh, going to Epcot from the boardwalk area, we would usually start um, to the right. Um, you know, you're in the UK right there. We'd, sometimes we'd head to the right, you know, and start off really in France. Um, but, you know, for the age-old question uh, for this list, we're going to be starting off in Mexico. All right, let's start off with Mexico. One of my favorite pavilions during the Food and Wine Festival, festival because they usually have this uh, this, like, shrimp taco that was always one of my favorites, but when you're there, uh, even when it's not food and wine, one of the best options for, for snacks, uh, in world showcase, but my favorite, I think is going to have to be the nachos, uh, from the cantina, the quick service, uh, kind of area there. 
I've gotten the nachos there a few times and they have yet to disappoint. Uh, one of my favorite things about them is like they give you a good amount of food. Like the portion uh, is pretty big. Uh, you know, I'm a bigger guy. <laughs> I like to eat. Um, you know, that's the, the one drawback about the Food and Wine Festival is a lot of the stuff is just a single kind of small appetizer, uh, like individual serving portion. Uh, at least when you get these nachos, uh, you know, they're fully loaded. You can get them with beef and cheese and uh, jalapenos, lettuce, tomatoes, sour cream, guac, like just absolutely fully loaded. I love the chips. Like they're, it's like the perfect, like, you know, you know when it comes to tortilla chips, you know, sometimes we could get a little picky. You know, you don't want the really, really thin ones. You don't want, want the super thick ones, like the perfect uh, kind of density there. They have the, a good chip, the right amount of salt, uh, and it, it just hits the spot there. You know, plus you can kind of sit down. They have a little area over there where you can kind of sit and enjoy your nachos. That's always a plus. And then also, uh, as far as drinks go, again, you really can't go wrong here. Uh, Mexico, of what I've heard, you know, I haven't tried all of them. And like I said, I'm not the biggest drinker. Probably the best margarita on property. And you could get these from the, um, was it La Cava uh, del Tequila? It's uh, inside like the giant pyramid. It's a small, tiny little place. Um, but like I, I've heard, I've heard people suggest it. I've tried it. The, um, the margaritas there. Now, the only one, I think I had the uh, horchata margarita. I've heard there's a really good one. I think it's called El Diablo uh, margarita. But they have a, a lot to choose from. They have te tequila. They have like flights. Um, I know The Rock sells his tequila there now. Uh, and it's it's a cool little spot. It, it's definitely got some cool vibes there. I, I don't really love tequila. But like I went there to try the margarita. And it did not disappoint um, and I would def I would try some of the other ones too, even though you know I don't really drink margaritas that often. I would try them there. Like if I'm going to have one, if I'm going to try it out, that's the place. Um, so Mexico, you really can't go wrong. There's a lot to choose from, but I'm going with nachos and margaritas. Next, let's head on over to my favorite pavilion, the Norway Pavilion. You guys know me. Uh, this one's always been my favorite. This one in Italy. Uh, we're always my favorite one and two. Italy, you know, growing up was my favorite, I think, just because I'm Italian. And it was like the closest I ever got to, you know, go, going to my homeland. Um, so I, I've always loved Italy. But as I got older, you know, and start to, started to kind of uh, appreciate it more, I, I, I've definitely come to love Norway, especially when they had Maelstrom. I loved that ride. Like that ride itself, like that is the reason why I want to visit Norway is solely because of that attraction but again with the food options here the snack options you cannot go wrong the bakery in norway i'm, I'm not going to pretend to try and pronounce it correctly the bakery in norway is one of the best smells in all of walt disney world it's underrated underrated smell it's better than the the bakery in france dare i say better than the pirates of the caribbean water better than the confectionery on main street there is something about the Norway bakery. Oh my God, I could live in there. I've tried I've tried a lot of the stuff from that bakery actually. Um, you know, I remember the the first snack we ever got from there. I said to be back, I think this was like 2010. I'm um, at Disney with my family and my 
my aunt and uncle and two cousins like were down there at the same time um, just coincidentally and we decided to meet up at Epcot so we're at Epcot it's a typical late July day it's probably about 90 degrees humidity we've been walking all morning in the sun we're all sweaty and someone had to stop and use the bathroom for, so we're all kind of sitting down uh, outside in Norway just getting destroyed by the sun and my aunt walks over with like these four pastries uh, from the Norway bakery for us like as a treat and uh, yeah I ate it I forget which one it was but I just like at that moment in time like I just wanted nothing to do with like a sweet cream pastry because it was just 95 degrees I'm sweating from the inside out like in the sun like the last thing I want is like this just creamy pastry so I didn't really get the full appreciation until a few years later um, when I actually like went into the bakery and was like looking around and had time to you know sit down in the shade you know and take my time and enjoy it and I, I know it's the popular choice maybe it's a little too cliche my favorite snack there is the sweet bread the the school bread you know, it's it's the popular choice. Like every blog site will probably name it, and I've tried a lot of them there. That's that's my favorite. I I think it's the best. I love it. Super enjoyable. It's a sweet bread. It's got the vanilla custard. It's got a little bit of coconut flakes and icing. It just hits the spot perfectly. And I actually love to pair it with my favorite beverage from the Norway Pavilion, the Viking coffee. It's basically like a mix of um, you know, like coffee liqueur, Baileys, and you can get it. You can get it hot, you can get it cold, and I believe you can get it frozen. I've had, I've only had it cold, and I've had it frozen, um, and both. I you know, the the frozen one is definitely a little more refreshing in the summer. Uh, I like just the kind of the regular cold iced Viking coffee, and like I said, I love kind of sitting down and having one of those uh, with some school bread. Like it, it pairs perfectly. Um, I, I love big coffee. I love coffee. You guys know me. I'm always talking about how I'm drinking coffee. Um, so I love trying different coffees, you know, not necessarily alcoholic coffees, but this is just a plus. So, uh, the Viking coffee, it's a cool ass name. You're in Norway drinking Viking coffee, eating some school bread. Uh, that's, that's the place to be for me. That's my, if I was going to rank all of the pavilions in their snacks, like this would be my number one. Uh, but yeah, if, if you haven't tried it, it's worth checking out the, the school bread and the Viking coffee. So the next country on my list here as we go across the map, China. Now I gotta admit, this is a pavilion that I haven't really eaten too much in. Um, you know, like I said, besides the food and wine festival, I can only think of a handful of times uh, where I've actually stopped and got gotten something to eat here. Uh, so that's why my pick for favorite food maybe isn't considered a snack to some. But for me, like I said, I'm a bigger guy. I enjoy, you know, eating. And for this one, you know, sometimes you just need a, a lighter, smaller meal to kind of hold you over. And in that case, I'm going with the orange chicken from the Lotus Blossom Cafe. Arguably my favorite orange chicken on property. Um... It's it, every time I've had I've had it multiple times and it's always so good. I just love the way that they cook it in the sauce. I, I'm kind of picky 
uh, when it comes to the orange chicken sauce, like each place kind of does it a little different, but I really enjoyed uh, the orange chicken from there. Also, this one considered definitely a snack, uh, the egg rolls. If you want to just go get a little snack, little something to, to hold you over, the egg rolls there uh, are pretty solid, but I've gone there multiple times. You know, sometimes we'll have a bigger breakfast and that, uh, that'll kind of hold us over, especially like going back in the day with my family. Like my mom was really big into that. Like we're going to spend the money we're gonna to go to you know a character buffet or just a regular buffet you know on property, and you're gonna to have to eat you know until you can't breathe. So she you know basically say like okay yeah we're having this big breakfast so this is also lunch you know this has to hold us over. But as I got older older I was able to sneak away you know and eat whenever I wanted, and I always enjoyed the orange chicken and the egg rolls from the Lotus Blossom. As far as drinks go. China has a drink called the Tipsy Ducks in Love, which if you're a coffee lover like I am, uh, this one is like a coffee drink with bourbon, black tea, cream, and chocolate. And you can also get it without the bourbon. Um, I had it without the bourbon, uh, if I'm being honest, and I thought it was really good. So I'm not sure if I if I would even want to try it with the bourbon, but if you're into that, uh, you like some coffee liqueur, um, definitely check it out i mean especially that name i mean come on the tipsy ducks in love it's worth trying based on the name alone let's move on to germany now again another solid kind of sneaky good place uh to try out some food you know germany i think everyone thinks of beer so if you're going there um yeah beverage wise i guess just try any sort of beer uh that you want they have a, a good amount to choose from uh, over at the, um, is it called Summerfest? Is kind of like their quick service area. Get get a giant beer and a giant stein glass. They also have like this grapefruit uh, flavored beer. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know if I would try that one. But if you're if you're open to to trying grapefruit flavored beers or just you know get a, a nice cold beer there in Germany. As far as food, you know, I think you can't go wrong with the jumbo pretzel from here. Solid snack, nice treat. Um, it's big enough where like the whole group of you guys can you know can share. Everyone can kind of rip off a piece and eat as they choose. Um, definitely pretty good there. But I have to say, one of my favorite places to grab a snack in Epcot and Disney in general is the Werther's store here. Now Werther's, um, you may know them. They make like those caramel hard candies. Uh, one of my grandma's favorite candies. The smell alone, I know I talked about the smell of the Norway bakery. Like, the smell of the Werther's store is right up there. It is absolutely amazing. It's a small little store. They have, um, you can buy, like, the hard candies and stuff, but you could also get, like, freshly made, like, snacks, like, in-house. Like, they make them right there. They melt down the chocolate, make the snacks, and honestly, there's a lot to choose from. You know, me and my wife, we would always enjoy getting the chocolate-covered strawberries from there. The chocolate is so good. It's got, like, that caramel drizzle on it. I think the fact that you can kind of just smell the, the stuff being made and see it being made makes it taste even better. So we've always loved those. They also have, like, the, the caramel popcorn, like the caramel corn. Again, with the freshly made, like, Werther's chocolate and caramel right there. But I think the number one thing that's pretty popular and people... Uh, it's probably worth trying are the, the the s'mores the s'mores from the werther store just covered in chocolate a great snack it's it 
It's so good. You got to try it out if you haven't tried it. I feel like it's somewhat underrated. Um, it's just like thinking about like all the chocolate that I've eaten from there. It's like, wow, it, it's a good thing where, you know, doing all this walking and getting all these steps in because I just had chocolate covered strawberries and caramel corn and a chocolate covered s'more. So those are my picks for Germany. I, a pretty solid spot and, and probably uh, pretty underrated as well. Let's move on to Italy now. Uh, one of my favorite pavilions, probably my favorite for a while uh, when I was a kid. And Italy, if I'm being honest, my favorite place to eat there is Via Napoli. Um, it's, we always kind of have like a nice dinner together uh, each trip, like when I would go with my family. And like the last few trips, uh, we, my dad would treat us to Via Napoli. Um, being from Chicago, we do love our pizza. And uh, we love going there, ordering a bunch of pizza, a bunch of appetizers. But if I'm taking sit-down restaurants out of the equation... Now, I thought... I think they have, like, a quick-service pizza window there. Do they still have that? I'm not entirely sure. But I'm going to go on a... I'm going to go a separate way here. Uh, Italy, if, I feel like you can't go wrong with some cannolis. You know, they're kind of famous for, for cannolis. Uh, you know, dessert-wise... I don't mind them, but they've just never been my favorite. Like I wouldn't really go out of my way uh, to get one. But I will say, in Italy, you have to try the gelato cookie sandwich. Go to Italy, pick out your favorite uh, flavor gelato, get it between two chocolate chip cookies. You can eat it on the go. Um, in the on those hot Florida days, uh, normally you can eat it before it gets a, too messy. Uh, it's just it's just so good, you know. It's it's fresh gelato, the the fresh baked cookies, everything about it is uh, is great. It's a great snack, a great dessert, uh, definitely worth trying. As far as like beverages go, again, haven't haven't had too many there. Uh, we did do the wine flight there, which I thought was pretty cool, you know. Especially, I've never been to Europe, uh, I've never been to Italy, anything overseas. Um, so to, to be able to try some Italian wine that they would serve, you know, is kind of cool to me, you know, even though I don't love wine, like I'll have a taste, I'll have a sip, uh, just to kind of say that I did it. It's kind of more for the experience, you know, a few of them weren't too bad. Um, but again, it's, it's kind of more for the experience, but really, you know, probably not too known for their beverages there. I, I know they do have some stuff with lim limoncello there. I haven't tried them normally. I've only had uh, whatever drinks uh, were the specialty ones during the food and wine festival. But if you're into that, you could probably try that as well. We've made it to America now. Uh, this is one I remember uh, as a kid always getting a snack here. And it's still my favorite to this day. I think when you're in the, the American Pavilion, you got to go with the funnel cakes. Like the like i literally just started laughing out loud thinking that like my family we loved the funnel cakes here so much that when we got home it was either for christmas or a birthday my dad asked for like this funnel cake making kit and we made our own funnel cakes at home that's how much we were obsessed with the funnel cakes at epcot we'd always get them and uh you know back then I don't, I think we would just get them like normal, like just powdered sugar funnel cake. Now you can get them with ice cream on top. Like, oh my God, like that sounds amazing. I, I've only had it like a couple times. The ice cream on it, it's a little messy, 
Uh, and like I said, like, I'm just, I'm good with just the normal funnel cake, but I'll never forget. Like we would get like two or three of them. We'd all split them. We'd all share them. Uh, and we loved them so much that we get home and my dad's making funnel cakes, you know, on a Friday night, just because, because of Epcot. And that's like, that's how much we enjoyed them. And, uh, that was a lot of fun. I'm sure he's still got like the little funnel cake making kit somewhere, uh, in the house, but that's a solid choice. I think you can't go wrong with that one. Um, as far as drinks go, uh, they have a slushie, which I did not know until recently, and it's called the American Dream. Uh, it's a red, white, and blue slushy ice cream type of refreshing drink. It looks really cool, uh, and it's basically just like vanilla soft serve ice cream with red and blue Fanta, so I think it's uh, blueberry and either uh, raspberry or strawberry flavored uh, Fanta. It looks really cool. It's like a soda float, like the ice cream and the soda mixes so well. It looks cool and uh, it's definitely refreshing on those hot Florida days. So America, pretty solid. And uh, I wanted to look up like snacks from uh, each uh, pavilion because uh, some of them, you know, off the top of my head, it's hard to think of right away. And when I got to the American Pavilion, they listed one on the one site I was reading at the Regal Eagle, which I, I don't think I've been to yet, and it's a s'mores brownie. Now, me and my wife, we love s'mores. We go through some phases where we are obsessed with s'mores. Um, you know, a few months ago, like the Dairy Queen, like Blizzard of the Month flavor was s'mores. Uh, we got some s'mores to make at home. We made them in the air fryer when it was, you know, too cold outside to have like a bonfire or anything like that. So we love s'mores. So um, I think the next time I go back, uh, I'm going to have to try out the s'mores brownie as well. But America Pavilion, I'm going with a funnel cake and a red, white, and blue slushie. All right, let's head over to Japan now. And this one I feel like has one of the most popular drinks. It almost has like a cult following. It's like popular in its own right. And it's the Violet Sake. It's, uh, it's non-alcoholic. I don't know if they do sell. I've only had the non-alcoholic one. Um, and it... It's sake with like lemonade and pear juice, I think is in it. Some kind of purple pear juice or something like that, they call it. But it is good. It is pretty refreshing. Um, again, I'm, I don't know. I feel like there's like a group of people online who uh, are like the head of the Violet Sake fan club. I think it's okay. You know, again, I'm probably not going out of my way. Uh, to get it, but it does have a huge following and it's probably worth checking out. Um, you know, as far as the rest of Japan, it's again, it's one of those pavilions I haven't really eaten uh, a lot of snacks at. And to be honest, what I get the most is in the store there. Um, I spend a lot of time in that store. I think it's so cool. They have so many cool and unique items. And I usually end up getting like some snacks to try from there. Um, they have those cool drinks there where you like, it's like a marble on top. It's like a glass bottle. There's a marble and you like push the marble through and that like carbonates the, the, the soda. Like, and they have all these cool flavors. Like I always get one of those. And sometimes like I try like different like foods and candies. Like they have the one section of that store where it's like a, just a bunch of like um, actual like Japanese candies and snacks like chips and cookies. Um, my favorite ones are like these chocolate koala bears. Um, I think the, the one year my buddy uh, Chris came with us, 
Uh, we tried them, and we I think we got like four or five boxes. Like we loved them. We were eating them all over the park, like these little like chocolate filled like graham cracker koalas. Um, so yeah, normally that's what I'm getting. I'm getting something from the store. You know, they have the violet sake. They also have some um, pretty cool uh, shaved ice. Um, basically with like Italian ice, I call it almost like a slushy uh, that you could try there as well. Pretty refreshing. Always looks cool when you're taking a, a picture for Instagram. Um, but as for the rest of the snacks there, I, that, those are, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the, the Japanese like cookies and, and candies and stuff in the store. They're one of those cool uh, drinks. Let's move on now to Morocco. I feel like it's, this is the pavilion that... I hate to say it, but I feel like this is the one that kind of gets skipped over like the most. And I don't think it's it's Morocco's fault. I think it's the fact of just the way it's designed. Like the rest of the pavilions, you know, you kind of walk through and there's a quick service food area or a gift shop like right right there, like right off the path. Whereas with Morocco, you don't really have that. They kind of, you know, theme it like you're walking through like the streets, like those like street stores. Um, it's a, just a little different. And, you know, they have the sit down restaurant there um, that's pretty popular. But other than that, quick service, they, they don't really offer that much. Now, they do have baklava there if you're into that. Um, that's something, you know, I haven't tried, you know, a lot of baklava in my life. Uh, but I will say that the one at Epcot is the best one I've ever had. It is really good. Um, you kind of have, kind of have to be into it, I think, to like it. Uh, and then they also have this almond pastry. Um, that's pretty good. I don't know exactly if it has a different name, uh, but it's an almond pastry. kind of looks like a waffle. Uh, with almonds on top. So those are my two picks. Drinks-wise, I don't think I've ever gotten anything to drink here besides like a bottle of Coke. Um, so I I, I, I can't uh, give a, a drink recommendation here, but I will go with the almond pastry and the baklava. All right, next, we're almost done here. We've made it to France. This is the one I could probably do an entire episode on because I feel like they have the most to choose from France and their bakery, their sweets. So good. And I was trying to decide like, which one, you know, should I go with? Because my family, there was a stretch there where we would go to Epcot and we would go into the bakery and we would get some sandwiches and they do have good sandwiches. They have a good ham and cheese sandwich. Um, they got like different types of like Italian sandwiches, like different types of meats, stuff like that. You really can't go wrong with getting one of those, but it's hard to pass up in there when you see all those like desserts and pastries, um, chocolate croissants, so good. Like that's what I usually get there. I'll get a chocolate croissant. Um, you know, my, my sister and my dad would always get like the ham and cheese sandwich. They also have the ice cream place right there. They have macaroons. Like, I don't even know how I could possibly pick only one. I will say we do love their macaroons. Um, so I'll probably have to go with that one. They have different flavors. They're so good. Um, they also have macaroon ice cream sandwiches, uh, that you could try again. Amazing. Like where else, like, this is what, like, I love about Disney. Like, I don't know where else in the world I would get something like that. You know, I'm not getting anything like that around me here in Chicago. So it's always so much fun, you know, to try something like that. We love trying different desserts. 
The one thing there that I want to try that I haven't, that I've been seeing on Instagram a lot lately, is the brioche ice cream sandwich. I don't know if this is new, but I've just recently discovered it, and we need to try this one. I've been seeing too many posts, people posting about it on Instagram. I keep sending them to my wife, and I'm like, yeah, this is definitely going on my list of snacks to try. Drinks-wise, again, this is a place... Uh, we've tried the wine there. We did a wine flight. Uh, so if you're into wine and trying different wines from around the world, uh, I would suggest trying it here as well. All right. Well, now we're heading into the UK. Favorite food item here is probably going to be the fish and chips. Um, now I will say I was, <laughs> it probably took me like 20 years to realize that fish and chips meant fish and French fries, uh, not actual potato chips. Um, and I will say too, like, I'm not the biggest fan of, of fish. Um, I do like shrimp and salmon and, and usually grilled. Um, but the fish here, for whatever reason, I think it's like beer battered and with the French fries, it's kind of greasy. It's just really good. Like I get, get it with some sauce. Like it's definitely a, a nice little, you know, not a full meal, but a nice little snack that will hold you over. And honestly, I think it's like the only place I've only had fish and chips from a couple places, um, and now I'm kind of at the point in my life where I think I'm only going, going to get it uh, at the UK Pavilion at Epcot. So the fish and chips, definitely worth trying here. And as for drinks, you know, they obviously they have a, a bunch of different beers to choose from. If you're into that, you'll have no problem finding one. But the one that I would recommend is called the Snake Bite. Um, I think it, it's probably pretty popular, probably like the go-to specialty drink here in the UK. Um, and what I like about it, it's made with cider. Um, so if you're kind of into like those hard apple ciders, uh, you may enjoy this one. It doesn't really have that, that same just beer taste to it. So the snake bite UK pavilion is my go-to drink. All right. We've made it to our last pavilion. Now we've made it to Canada, you know, Canada famous for their steakhouse there, the sit down restaurant, one of the best steaks on Disney property. And during the Food and Wine Festival, also one of my favorite choices is here. It's, um, I think it's like the beer cheese soup. Comes with a piece of bread. It's really good. But as far as daily snacks go, something you can walk up and get any time of year. Um, you know, I, again, uh, going back to when I was a kid, I don't think they have them anymore or they've changed it up. But we used to get beaver tails here. Uh, they were called beaver tails. Pretty much, again, it's like a funnel cake. It was just flat, like a flat piece of dough. Uh, with powdered sugar and like different toppings. I think they had like fruit ones, they had ice cream, they had chocolate. Um, so that was like my go-to as a kid. But now uh, my favorite thing to get in Canada is the poutine. Uh, if, I hope I'm saying that. I always feel weird when I say that word. It's like anyone else, like, is it is it poutine? Putin? I, I don't even know. I call it poutine, but they have some good stuff here. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's like from Canada. So I guess they kind of have to be good at making it here. Um, and it's kind of, it's like, I think it's called like the refreshment port, which I've always kind of considered part of the Canada pavilion, right? I think it is. Uh, it's always like, um, it's like French fries, like smothered in gravy and cheese and stuff. Uh, but they also have a few, uh, other snack items they have. It's called a cronut, uh, which is basically like a croissant and a donut combined. Um, they also have, if you're into it, like I love popcorn, The they have maple popcorn there, um, which is pretty good as well. It's an interesting combination. It's not something I would exactly think of trying like right away. Like, oh, you know, you know what would be good on this popcorn? Some maple syrup. But hey, when you're in Canada, 
They got good maple syrup. There's some maple popcorn. It's definitely a little interesting. It's a nice little snack. Uh, the cronut, I believe you could also get with ice cream. I haven't had it with ice cream. I've just had the, the regular cronut, uh, you know, the poutine, as I mentioned. So one of those three are probably my go-to picks. As far as drinks, they do have a beer flight there you could try. Um, you know, I tried it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a beer connoisseur. I thought they were all just kind of good, but you know, doing flights, doing different tastings are always, you know, fun. It's kind of an experience. You can, uh, especially if you're like a group of people or if you're doing it as couples, like you can take pictures, post it on Instagram online. Like, Hey, look, I'm trying all these different drinks from around the world. So that's my pick for Canada. And that wraps up my list. We went through every pavilion here. Um, I will say it would be cool to do like a full review of the food and wine festival. You know, the problem is like the, the times I've gone, uh, at least like the last time I went, um, there's just so much going on. Like it's hard to dedicate like an entire episode just to food. Like, I feel like I'm not like the biggest food expert. I love to eat. Like I said, I'm not super picky. I just like trying new foods, unique foods, different desserts, like mainly desserts, like me and my wife, um, our last trip, like our goal was to try like a new cupcake from like every single spot that we went, you know, every resort we went to, we wanted to try a cupcake, you know, um, magic kingdom, all the different bakeries, all the different parks, all of their bakeries. Like we wanted to try a cupcake from each and it was a lot of fun. Like we got a lot of good pictures and we like wanted to do like reviews, but again, it's so tough. Like when you have so much going on, like, you know, we're on vacation, like we go, you know, once a year on vacation, like it's, it's hard sometimes to sit down and be like, Hey, um, before we sit down and enjoy this, you know, cupcake, let me get out my phone. Let me write a review. Let's, you know, practice what we're going to say. Usually it's like, <laughs> I think a lot of the time, I bet you like half the time, like we had like already taken a bite and I'm like, Oh no, like I forgot to take a picture. Uh, then I take it, try to take a picture of the angle that you couldn't see like the bite marks. Um, so it would be cool to do that one day, but I hope you guys enjoyed my list. Like I, you know, like I said, it's pretty biased. These are my choices. Um, you know, I, I know I haven't tried everything or maybe, you know, you guys are better experts than me, but Hey, that's, I think that's what makes this, uh, this podcast and this community great. Like if you have suggestions or, um, you know, tips for me on what to try. Like if you've, you know, maybe there's some hidden gems in world showcase, like that would be a, an interesting episode as well. Like some hidden gem snacks, uh, around world showcase, but it, it's, it's the food and the drinks, you know, the kind of rejuvenated Epcot for me as I've gotten older, you know, going to the food and wine festival definitely helped that. And now like part of the reason why I love Epcot, Epcot so much is that we can go you know, to World Showcase and have some drinks, have some adult beverages and try different foods and unique you know, stuff from around the world. So that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I can only talk about food for so much uh, without making myself hungry. Not going to lie. I've been just dreaming about that brioche ice cream sandwich uh, in the in the France Pavilion. I swear, it just keeps popping up uh, on my timeline. One of these days, uh, we'll get back to Disney and try it. I'm I'm definitely missing it now. Like as I mentioned earlier, my coworkers going to uh, Universal and maybe Disney. Uh, my neighbor who lives across the street from me, he left for Disney today. My parents are going to Disney next month. Um, so me and my wife were just, you know, we, we definitely miss it. We definitely wish we could, uh, 
could have gotten a trip in this year. We just had so much going on. And now, you know, with us expecting our first child just you know, a couple months away, now our thoughts have kind of just shifted to, you know, we can't wait till that next trip when we get to bring him and make all of these new memories. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you know, Instagram and TikTok. Those, those are the big two. Uh, TikTok, I'm still trying to make a push for 10,000 followers. That would be pretty cool. But uh, Instagram, my DMs there are always open. You can reach me anytime. Um, I, I don't, I don't think it's a brag if, if it is like, I don't want to brag, but I do respond to every single, uh, message that, uh, that I get. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not some big superstar celebrity that doesn't have time to open up his messages. I, I love talking with you guys, interacting with you guys, whether it's talking Disney or life or just cool stuff that you found on the internet, you know, feel free to send it my way. If you have ideas for the show, topic ideas, top 10 lists, rankings, suggestions, stuff like that, uh, let me know as well. If you can too, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating and a review. Uh, you guys know if you leave me a re review, uh, I'll give you a shout out. And also, this is a kind of a new feature. If you want to support me, support the podcast, um, you can find my link in my Spotify or in my Instagram bio. You can just click support this podcast. Um, whether you want to donate 99 cents or a million dollars, everything is much appreciated. And I hope you guys know that. Uh, if I do end up getting a, a good amount of supporters, I would like to do like some bonus stuff. Uh, I definitely want to do like a bonus like watch along. Um, watch along. I, uh, I haven't decided what I want to watch, but it will be a watch along. So uh, stay tuned for that. But that's all I got. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I uh, hope you guys have warm weather wherever you're at. We've had some, just if I could just say for a, a second here, Chicago weather. My God, it was last week. We had weather in the 90s. It was like 90. I was tanning at the pool, and then like three days later, it was 48 degrees when I left for work. It got up to like 60 was the high. It's June. It's June. Like, and this is why I want to move to Florida. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, guys. Oh, always remember, it all started with a mouse.